0: Welcome to Spark London. We tell true stories. We tell them live. And we tell them all across London. This story was told by Miranda. In January 2013. Where the theme was Open Heart. I was wearing an elf costume when I met him, which I think explains the way things ended up. Um... It was Christmas, and my friend Kirsty, who's over there, and I had gone in search of kisses under the mistletoe. I was an elf, as I said, and she was a fairy. Sparkly tights, dress, wand, and she worked her godmother charm, and soon I was speaking to this boy, or I should say gentleman, because about six foot something, with a really intense stare and an Italian charm, as well as the most impressive handlebar moustache I've ever seen on a living human. He was from another time. And we told him as much as we were giggling our way out of the club. And he said to me, well, I'll take you on an adventure. What's your favorite period in history? Uh, the, c- cowboys and Indians, I spluttered, not feeling my most imaginative at that point. So the following Sunday, I met him on an empty fleet street, and he asked me if I wanted to be a cowboy or an Indian. I made my choice, and he produced a tinfoil sheriff's star, which I pinned to my coat. He'd asked me to bring along an apple. Um, That was for two hobby horses made of cardboard, which he produced from his knapsack. Uh, their uh, Their manes were snipped to perfection. This man was... Very, very creative. In fact, uh, every date, he would present me with something that he'd rustled up at home. I haven't seen such skills with papier-mâché, glitter glue, and cardboard um, since Anthea Turner left Blue Peter. Um, This kept on happening, and every date, he would turn up in some element of costume, whether it would be just tucking his socks into his trousers or a funny belt, a hat... And and this kept on going. And another interesting thing he would do would be to leave me presents on my doorstep. I got a a sock full of sweets, uh, a bouquet of flowers with an artichoke at the centre. (laughs) But he would travel an hour and a a half to leave these at my doorstep. And, And I found it a bit unsettling that someone would cross the whole of London, stand outside the door, and not ring the doorbell. And he would never engage in any kind of serious conversation. He'd just dismiss it as, boring. So time went on, and uh, I thought, I'd probably let this one fizzle out. We're not really getting anywhere. So I hadn't seen him for a while. And on the 1st of March, I was running late for work. I flung open the door to find eight red cut-out paw prints leading the way to the top step where there was a leak embellished with glitter glue with my name on it. And Happy St. David's Day, written in Welsh. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm Welsh. That's that's why it was particularly you know, sentimental. Um, but as I said, I hadn't seen him for like three weeks at this point. And I thought, I'm going to have to take some direct action here. <clears throat> so I left it a day and then I sent him a text. Um, Meet me. <laughs> Meet me. On South Bank, on Saturday, uh, we're going to go for a coffee. And um, that, in girl code, means prepare yourself for some bad news. (laughs) He didn't quite get this, and he came back, oh, I'll find something fun to do, so I thought I'll make this really clear. No, no, keep it simple, we'll just go for a coffee, meet me on South Bank. I arrived early, which demonstrates my resolve to break things off. And as I sat there on a bench watching... The river flow by, boats, gulls picking sandwiches out of bins. <laughs> I saw him arrive. He was dressed in red trousers, a khaki jacket which zipped up all the way to the hood. And the only part of his face I could see was his eyes behind the inbuilt goggles. And around his neck and, and down his back trailed a green felt tail. He was dressed as a dragon. <laughs> I rang Kirstie, what do I do? Can I just like send him a text and I don't want to see him again run away? As she collapsed in laughter in a world where people have conventional relationships and boys are normal, I could see him scanning the crowd for me. And um, although as a Saturday on South Bank, no one batted an eyelid, there was a man dressed as a mythological creature in their midst, I could see, in his hand, he was holding a paper daffodil. So, I went up to him, and I, we went for a walk. I, I tried to make it as gentle as possible. You know, I had a lot of fun, and sorry, et etc. et cetera. And he took it quite well. Um, he turned to me, and, and he said, ''Do you know what? I had a feeling this might happen today.'' And my first thought was, ''Oh, I'm, I'm glad my text was pretty clear then.'' And then I thought, and yet you still dressed (laughs) as a dragon. (laughs) So we continued walking for a bit. Um, We crossed the river and uh, we ended up back at the same point on Fleet Street where we'd met for our first date. And he said to me, you know, I wish you could have seen the real me in my jogging bottoms painting my bathroom on a Sunday. And uh, he was he was pretty brave in many ways. I mean, his dragon cons- costume demonstrates his high-risk strategy to um, courting. But what he never got, until that moment at least, was that the biggest game, the most fun, silliest, most imaginative exploration of all is that in between two people as you're... Discovering that fragile magic that grows between you when you drop your guard and you open your entire being to another. And to dive into that fully, honestly, and without hiding behind glitter or silly costumes or a massive mustache, that is the biggest adventure. And it's rarer than finding your own dragon. Spark London now has three monthly nights. The first Monday is at the Canal Café Theatre in Little Venice. The second Monday is at the Hackney Picture House. And the third is at the Ritzy Cinema in Brixton. For more details, head to sparklondon.com. Selling a little or a lot?